Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time to talk some motorsports. Scotty Dixon winning at the Brickyard in the Indianapolis. Remarkable career. We've got Shane Van Gisbergen. He competes in NASCAR again tomorrow, having won already on debut. This is the oval track format, qualified eighth fastest. That's not the only good news when it comes to things motorsport in this country over the weekend. To tell us more, Mr. Motorsport himself, David Turner. David, good afternoon. Welcome. Hey, Mark. Uh, Thanks for having us on again. Right. Where do we start? Where do we start? How about I throw it over to you? Uh, well, let's do SVG. He's he's sort of talk of the town at the moment, so we'll clear that one off, and then we'll move on to Dixon and the others. So Van Gisbergen back in the US after the win at um, at Chicago, which you know you and me talked about uh, when that happened. Uh, great leveling event for Shane because he went in there as equal as anyone else. A street course that no one had ever raced on before. NASCAR had never done a street course before. It rained, which they very rarely run in. Um, so there was a lot of boxes that were in his favour. At the end of the day, Trackhouse delivered him a car and he delivered the performance and he was a first-time winner in NASCAR on debut. Now, he's in Indianapolis, ran yesterday, about this time yesterday, in the NASCAR truck series. And this is where some of the media, particularly here in New Zealand, have got it wrong. It was at Indianapolis Raceway Park, which is a small oval, probably about twice the size of Western Springs, about 20 minutes away from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, which we all know is the home of the Indy 500. So SVG ran in the truck there yesterday, um, started, you know, midfield and finished, you know, very well. He he passed a lot of cars and and learned a lot, ran three wide with people. I watched the whole race um, and it was good stuff. You know, it's a tight little oval. It's not very big. So there's a a lot of rubbing and stuff going on. But, you know, the, the big takeaway factor from that is when you got out of the car, he just looked like he'd had a great ball of fun. And I think that's a warning to anyone is that a relaxed Shane Van Gisbergen is probably someone that, uh, you know, is going to race really hard, enjoy his racing, and there's going to be more wins. Uh, in between time, qualified the NASCAR Cup car at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, so down the road, but on the road course there, not the oval that we see for the 500, but the road course, which is what IndyCar ran on this morning. And, uh, you know, it's put that inside the top 10 for the race, which happens tomorrow, New Zealand time. Um, I was actually just talking to a friend of mine in the States about 10 minutes ago. It's raining there in Indianapolis at the moment. But the advantage, of course, is that it's a road course event tomorrow. So if it was to rain, NASCAR do have a wet weather tyre that they can run and the race would go ahead, unlike on an oval where it you know, okay. goes into a holding pattern. Okay, so, so uh, no, no, look, I've put people wrong then too. So it's great clarification there because it is all sort of, so what you're basically saying in Indianapolis, there's three basic race courses or c- c- racing tracks yeah. and we yeah. automatically assume Indianapolis to be the brickyard, but that is not the case for Shane Van Gisbergen tomorrow and was not the case for Scott Dixon this morning. Is it, Am I correct on that? No, no, no. You're partially correct. There's, there's the race courses. Raceway Park or Indianapolis Raceway Park is where Shane ran the truck yesterday. Yes, right. And yep. that's, the, that's the small oval that yep. midgets and all sorts of things run at. Tomorrow, 
and Dixon this morning and McElroy yesterday are on the road course, which is built inside the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Right. So okay. Okay. So that, that shows you how big Indianapolis Motor Speedway is, as well as the fact that you can build a whole track inside it, and it is the track, effectively the track that Formula One used to use when it went there as well. Okay. Can we still use attach the word the brickyard? Yes, of course, yes, because yep. this event, this actual event is known as the Brickyard, which was cloned when NASCAR went there years ago. Okay, David, brilliant. Um, okay, so what realistic expectations should we have on Shane Van Gisbergen? Should we expect another win? Is he capable? Oh, he's more than capable. But yeah, based, 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 on your, based, your, based on your understanding of the track versus, say, being a pure street race? Um, I, look, I think he's in the game. Qualifying eighth is a, is a damn good place to qualify. Brody Kosicki from Australia, who's also over there, qualified 11th and then had a, an accident and they've had to go to the backup car. So he's actually starting off the rear of the field. But yeah, Van Gisbergen can win there. Uh, expectation, I would say, I'd like to say top five. I think that that's very realistic and there's absolutely no reason why that can't happen. Mm, okay. Um, so Scott Dixon, let's talk about Scotty. Let's talk about that yeah. performance today. Um, outstanding, I think is the word. I, I, my heart sunk a bit when uh, we went through the opening lap and got to turn seven, eight, and nine, which is where the track doubles back towards the museum inside the speedway. And um, you know, he he was effectively gone. Really spun the car, was dead last. Uh, their strategy was to pit then under the yellow, which was a wise call. They hadn't qualified very well, so they had an extra set of the alternate compound tyres in hand because they hadn't used them up during qualifying. I think that helped. Um, and then he drove his way back through the field, you know. So what can you say? That's his 54th race win in IndyCar. 19 years consecutively, Mark, he's won a race in this series. And uh, no one else has done that. And it was his 319th consecutive race start in the series. So there's some pretty impressive records there. And for Ganassi Racing, it was their 257th race win, and 130 of those have come in um, IndyCar, to which, of course, Dixon owns 54 of them, or 53 of them, actually. Hmm. So, yeah, outstanding. Absolutely outstanding performance from Dixon. And, um, you know, I was kind of worried that he was going to go through the season without a win, but he's ticked that box yet again today. Okay, let's talk about Hunter McElray. Well, you know, I was kind of taking tongue-in-cheek with a few US journalists on the press conference Zoom call that I was on that uh, when Hunter won yesterday, it was just the start of the weekend and for the Kiwis. And, uh, you know, Dixon backed it up today, so maybe the Giz will back it up even more tomorrow and we'll take the trifecta. Yeah, Hunter did a great job, led uh, the 35 laps of the Indy Next, which is the development series uh, race yesterday from, you know, Green Checker. He did it. Um, Owned the race, had a, about a seven-second lead at one stage, and then it got very tight near the end of the race, which was tyre wear coming into play. But it was a fine drive for him, and that leaves him second in the championship uh, with three rounds to go. So, you know, he's in the championship game, um, and, and a solid performance from him and a strong second half to the season, uh, which is, you know, fantastic. So it's showing you that there's, there's plenty of talent there, and I think... You know, America's starting to go, where are all these Kiwis coming from? And, you know, news for them, we've got a few more yet. Mm. Um, just going back to Shane Van Gisbergen's made some pretty sort of cutting, um, almost derogatory comments towards supercars, called it boring. After his win in NASCAR, yeah. he was very determined that he would certainly be having next year in the supercars. There seems to be a shift in his thinking. 
what are you expecting from Shane Van Gisbergen? Are we going to see him in a supercar next year? I'd say it's probably 50-50, and if he has fun and if he does well tomorrow, I think that, that probably then becomes 75-25. You know, I just... Uh, I, I think that, he, yeah, he has got bored with it. I watched an interview again yesterday that he'd done in the States, and he talked about that very subject, and he said, you know, the thing is, the car is a, is a great challenge to qualify. There's quite a lot of variable that you can do with qualifying. This is the supercar. Uh, but when it comes to the race, you know, in most cases, everyone's on about the same sort of tyre pressure, so the tyres come on at the same time. The chassis is doing the same sort of thing, um, and you just end up with cars effectively going round and round. And I think for him at the moment, there's not the... There's not the driver satisfaction in that. For a lot of the other drivers, yes, there is, but their careers are a, a different place to where SVGs is. And I, I think he's just taken a liking to, um, you know, what's come about in the US and it's developing further. You know, don't forget he was at home over Christmas and had the, you know, the privilege of producing the coverage before the floods arrived at Western Springs. And, um, you know, he had his hand in a sprint car and, uh, yeah, it took him a, a couple of meetings to adapt to that, but then suddenly he was, you know, running with the front runners, and he seemed very comfortable. So, I can see uh, a pretty strong future for him in the US should he decide to go that way. Um, Marcus Ambrose, who used to race in supercars and, and has run in NASCAR, has been giving him a bit of advice as well. So, he's got plenty of people he can lean on, but he's also not, you know, he's an intelligent guy. So, he's more than capable of solving a lot of these problems himself. And I think if there's the the mental space of the desire to want to challenge himself in this area, then that that's the key to the whole recipe. And the other part of it is that he's just, you know, he, he's, he's a bit bored with supercar. He's been there, you know, most of his career. So it's time for a change. Mr. Motorsport, David Turner, my guest on the programme, talking about our New Zealand drivers, uh, Shane Van Gisbergen, NASCAR tomorrow morning, Scotty Dixon having one today. Um, just, just on the sticking with, um, Shane Van Gisbergen's comments regarding Supercar. Was Supercar likely to take on board what he said? Are we likely to see them evolve the series, try and make it a little longer, try and make it a little bit more interesting? Is is there room for that? Is there the financial room and the scope for change? Look, I, I think what they tried to do with the Gen 3 car, they've somewhat succeeded in, and that is they were trying to create you know, a development in the car and obviously the, the change from, you know, Holden and Ford to the, the Mustang and, and the Camaro body shapes um, and a more silhouette car and basically a, a very similar chassis underneath, which, you know, at the end of the day, NASCAR's a bit that way and, and IndyCar, everyone's running the same chassis there. It's how you apply, you know, the tools that you can apply. But I, I think that the recipe hasn't quite worked for whatever reason so yes as a governing body of course they'd take it on whether it's how you solve that's another thing you have to keep a fan base there but you've also got to keep a fan base that the crowd want to come and see uh in terms of drivers and things um but you know drivers are a cyclical thing you know we've had you know many eras of driver in formula one from you know louder to schumacher to hamilton to well everything's max at the moment but you you know it's it's the same thing, and I think stepping back to what we were saying about Dixon, that's the significant thing there. Is this guy's been around and won, you know, 19 years in a row in the series, so um, he he does things a lot differently to other people. But um, yeah, supercars need to be aware of that. But I, I, I honestly, Mark, I don't know how you solve it because they've invested so much money in the development of the car that they've got now. The recipe becomes a bit hard to change instantly. 
but I'm sure they're looking at it and, and taking everything, absolutely everything on board. Just had somebody just texting in wanting to um, just get your thoughts on Marcus Armstrong and what you've made of his season so far. Nothing short, nothing short of good. Uh, very unlucky this morning uh, to get tangled up in, in the event that he did and, and try to come back, and that was a, a bit of a cruel blow. What you've got to remember with Marcus is that every track is new to him. The car is new to him. Um, I know he, I know because he's told me he'd love to have a crack at the ovals. Now he's seen them. He, he, he's got a taste for it. He loves living in the U.S. Um, I hope the points deficit that he kind of came out the wrong way round on today doesn't impact on his chase for the Rookie of the Year title with only three rounds remaining. He doesn't run at the next event at Gateway because it's an oval, so Sato's back in that car. And then he's got the last two uh, events at Portland and, and Laguna. And um, he, he's got a bit of a margin over Canapino, and it would be very cool for him to lose that title of Rookie of the Year. It's, it's significant in the way that championship looks at things, and he deserves to be there. He's, he's been great. When you talk to members of the team, and I know obviously a lot of members within the Ganassi team, and they, they all say that they, they're very um, happy with his performance and, and blown away by some of the things he's done and his attitude towards things. Um, so he's ticking a massive number of boxes. And, uh, you know, honestly, I thought at Nashville he was in for a, a bigger result than what he did. But it shows you how tight this championship is. It is a very, very hard championship to win races and let alone qualify. And, and he's, he's done damn well this year, Mark. He really has. Okay, uh, you were up in Indianapolis during the Indianapolis 500. You went up there to film yep. a documentary about Scott Dixon, McLaughlin, Marcus Armstrong, but also the New Zealanders behind the scenes involved with these high-level uh, IndyCar trade teams. The documentary is called Kiwis Born to Fly. When is it going to be released? Um, and, yeah, um, are you happy? Are, are you happy with the way it's looking? Uh, well, it's finished and it's been delivered, so I'm kind of like I've let my baby go, you might say. Um, yeah, I'm I'm happy. I I think like anything, you you look back at it, and I've probably watched it too many times myself personally to be objective now. So I hope it delivers to the audience because that's what I want it to do, and I want it to uh, highlight the fact that we do have so many New Zealanders up there, aside from effectively the, the five drivers that are there now, if you add Jacob Douglas into the mix, um, that, are, that are flying the flag for New Zealand. But then you go behind the scenes and there's, you know, 20-something engineers and, and data engineers and team managers and shock absorber specialists and all sorts of things that are all Kiwis. They all come from places like Raglan and Gore and Hamilton and, you know, but they, they excel at their trade and they're very highly respected. And the, the aim of the documentary was to, to capture some of that and show the fact that, you know, we don't only have a driving talent, but we have an engineering talent, if you like. And uh, it's something as a nation that probably gets overlooked. Um, but, you know, if you were comparing it with, say, a, a stick and ball sport, you would always talk about coaches and, and training squads. Well, the same thing kind of applies here. So that was the aim for the documentary. It's very self-narrated if you like these these people telling their stories to us um yeah i was kind of happy with it. it it was not always an easy production to put together but um yeah it goes to air on september the 5th on sky sport um 
under an exclusive arrangement between them and IndyCar because they carry IndyCar in this country. So uh, that's where it's going to end up. And um, they'll play it multiple times, particularly between Portland and the final at Laguna. And um, yeah, it's out of my hands, you might say, Mark. It's up to how people um, see what we've done. But I, it was something that I, I very much wanted to do. And uh, I've, I've finished that one and I've kind of started thinking that there needs to be a sequel. So, you know, let's see. Well, David Turner, lovely having you on the programme and we look forward to that screening. So thank you. No, thank you very much, Mark. It's always a pleasure. And, uh, you know, I think that the sport is in a great shape at the moment and there's many, many more things to come. And I think we're going to see a lot develop over the next, you know, four weeks in IndyCar as well. Fantastic. David Turner there talking all things motorsport. 17 and a half minutes after three. If you want to talk some motorsport, give us your thoughts. Shane Van Gisbergen tomorrow. Wouldn't it be remarkable if he could win another one and really, really send a message to the Americans that as good as you guys are, we just do things a little bit bigger. We just do things a little bit better, perhaps at home. Well, not bigger, but we just do things a little bit better. And do not underestimate the talent in Australia and New Zealand when it comes to all things motorsport.